What a pleasure to say good morning to Toronto Police Chief Myron Demke. Welcome back. Good to see you, sir. Good to see you. Thank you. In the company of Superintendent Catherine Stevenson, TPS Intelligence Unit. You and I have not met before, so I'm looking forward to this conversation. Um, Let me start with the chief, though. And yesterday you held a press conference, and there seemed to be a bit of urgency in in your demeanor and your voice yesterday. And I suppose that's because when you look at these numbers and the spike, and we can sense the tension in the air in this city, when you consider the spike in anti-Semitic and uh, anti-Islam violence and slurs and, um, um, you know, people painting things on walls, it seems like the city's at a bit of a boil. Well, listen, I think uh, when you talk about the sense of urgency, I think any time we talk about hate um, and um, uh, people feeling isolated, uh, people feeling that they cannot express themselves or be who they are, um, ought to be a concern for everybody in our city. The diversity of our city is our strength. And when we see that being challenged, I, I think we have to confront that. We have to step up and ensure we're very clear in our commitment that hate has no space in our city. Now, when you say people can't be who they are, you would be talking, for example, about about a Jewish person who's not wearing a keeper right now just because they don't want somebody to identify them as Jewish. That's precisely right. Okay. Superintendent, these figures are alarming, but I have a feeling they're a drop in the ocean because, you know, people are subjected to all kinds of indignities on a daily basis, but they don't report them to police. That's correct. And we've done a few things over the past few weeks to try to increase our reporting, one being the online reporting uh, method, which you can get through our TPS website. And again, that's for graffiti only right now, but we're hoping that that will increase the reporting of graffiti, having um, to allow us the ability to ha- have that graffiti removed in a timely manner, knowing the impact it has on the community. And I think, too, also, we're very much aware that hate crime is underreported mm-hmm. and that the numbers and stats that we have right now aren't a true reflection of the hate that is occurring in our city. So um, we're hoping doing things like this, speaking to the community that we, that in itself will encourage people to come forward. Um, is there a means of reporting online? There is right yeah. now. So if you go on our TPS website, there is an online form that you can fill out. And what that does is it generates a radio call to ensure that officers are prioritizing these calls, speaking to the person that's reporting it. And then that gives us uh, accomplishes two things. One, that we're investigating it in a timely manner, but also having it removed in a timely manner. Okay, so Chief, if somebody you know, spray paints a swastika on the side of a synagogue, does that mean police will attend? Yes, police will attend. Uh, we will certainly uh, uh, capture every bit of evidence we can, photographic, video, forensic, etc., and uh, pursue every single lead. In fact, what we've done is invested considerable resources in our hate crime unit, which is led by the superintendent tenant uh, to ensure that we had the capa- have the capacity to respond to occurrences and follow up and hold those responsible accountable at every opportunity. As superintendent, do you categorize um, attacks? And I don't mean in terms of the act necessarily, but we've had, for example, in the community, I think there was one guy going around and he attacked three or four different people. You may have a kid you know, giving a Nazi salute in a school. I don't know that those things are comparable. And then my last question to you is, Is there organized and orchestrated uh, hate right now? Well, I think, well, I can tell you that we 
the increase in the hate crime unit right now has allowed us the capacity to make linkages of hate crimes because we do believe that there may be suspects or that are organized. I think that is, for example, the Indigo arrest that recently occurred. There was 11 individuals arrested and one of the charges was conspiracy to commit, meaning there was two or more people that were organized to commit that criminal offense. So yes, I think there is uh, some evidence right now to suggest that some of these crimes are organized and that we're hoping through the use of our analysts that's now assigned and the increased capacity and having all hate crimes sit in one place, being the expanded hate crime unit, um, that we'll be able to make those linkages and connections uh, and solve those crimes in a, again, in a more uh, timely manner to ensure that we're addressing the public safety concerns right now. It is complicated though. I mean, you mentioned the Indigo situation where ultimately 11 people were arrested, but you also ended up with like 50 people protesting, supporting them outside of 52 division. So that suggests that there's a, a popular sentiment out there. Yes, I, I am aware of that protest and um, I can say that there was evidence to suggest that there was a criminal offense that occurred and in cases where there's criminal offenses that occur and we have the evidence to support a charge, we will lay those charges and when there is evidence to suspect that it's hate motivated, then that evidence will also be presented in court and uh, our criminal code is set out where um, if there is any indication that an offense, any criminal offense, not just mischief, is motivated by hate, then that is an aggravated factor that's considered in sentencing. Okay. And in the case of the Indigo business, uh, those 11 people, is the Crown proceeding? Uh, the Crown, as far as I know, is proceeding. The court dates are set, I believe, for early January of 2024. And those are for, again, two criminal code offenses of public mischief over and conspiracy to commit an indictable offense. It is being treated right now as a suspected hate crime. And again, that is a factor that would be considered in the sentence Comes if convicted yeah. of those criminal offenses. Okay, and Chief, I mentioned there were a couple of other files, and I didn't. I don't <clears> think <throat> I'm sandbagging you when I ask you about the Santa Claus Parade, because yesterday in New York City, Macy's Parade was disrupted by protests. So I have to imagine you folks are ready. Have you talked to the Chief of Police in New York? Uh, well, uh, I haven't done in regards to Macy's. We definitely uh, have engaged on other things over the last uh, months. Um, uh, however, uh, I will say this, uh, you know, all the big events in our city, including the Santa Claus Parade, is something we prepare for. And uh, after October 7th, we stood up our major incident command center for uh, this very reason, to give us the uh, operational capacity to prepare for events on, on small and large scale that happen, that have been happening on, on a really daily basis in our city. So we have that capacity in place and we're preparing accordingly. Okay, and then there was notice served that uh, an encampment in Kensington Market could be cleared today. The last time that happened, it turned into a bit of a mess. I really this is not a, necessarily a police operation, but you have to attend in order to be there in case things get out of hand. So that is a, a, a city-led uh, bit of work, and the city is um, taking steps to uh, to deal with encampments the way they um, have planned. And uh, our role is to ensure that peace is maintained, and if there's any criminal offenses that happen, then we'll take action as appropriate. If we can get into hard numbers, and not a lot of time on the clock, uh, Superintendent, uh, in terms of staffing up, how much bigger a group of police officers are we dealing with now? 
So we've increased, we originally, there was six officers that were assigned to the hate crime unit and they would take on very complex investigations, but largely the investigations would sit within the divisions under a consult by the hate crime unit. What we've done now is all hate crime investigations are assigned to the hate crime unit. We've increased our unit by 21 investigators. And in addition to that, we've added eight special district constables. Okay, and at the risk of being uncharitable, is this taking police away from other files? So I think that's a, a very important point uh, you raise. Um, it is essentially our response, Project Resolute, is what we call it. Our response to uh, global events right now is the hate crime unit. It's an increased presence in the community across the city and particularly uh, in the North York area uh, where we have dedicated resources. Those resources have been pulled from other areas of business. In those areas of business, uh, their work is either paused uh, or otherwise um, you know, not happening while we focus on our greatest priority, which is our response to what's happening now. So if we all behaved better, you could get back to policing the things we want want you to be policing? Well, we, all, we do draw uh, our resources uh, towards the priorities that are most important. So. Thank you, Chief. Good to, good to have you in studio. And Great Superintendent, pleased to have met you. I hope we'll talk again. Thank you.